Let's go. We see the hype outside. Right from the house. Uh. Took it straight from outside. Straight to the couch. We put the mic outside. Edit shit out. Alright, and we're live. Welcome back to Mescal and Moguls. It's your boy, the one with the Scarface. It's your boy, Scarface. And today I got Jules. What up? We got Wicho. What up? And we got a special guest, Nacho. <laughs> like Nacho Libre. What's up, Nacho? Nacho Average Finds, right? Yeah, pretty much. You hear me? Pretty Glad much. to be here. What's going on with y'all? Chilling, bro. Chilling. Oh, literally uh, chilling. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we usually record on Sundays, but we're like, hey, Nacho, he's so picky. He's like, I have to record Thursday because I'm going to be busy. <laughs> I'm going to be in the coast, bro. Where, where are you going? Yeah, uh, I'm going to Monterey. Okay. You mean? Oh, nice. Okay. So, uh, yeah. so are you, do you consider yourself like a shoe tuber or more of just like a... I'm just a... Uh, uh, at this point, I consider the channel more to be like a sneaker history or a sneaker historian in a sense. I don't really consider myself... I don't want to be in a shoe tuber category. I don't do unboxings. I don't. I really don't, you know, mess with like the newer stuff for the most part. It's mainly just like the OG models. You know what I mean? Like, like I'll, I'll probably never, like, I'll never do like an unboxing of like, oh, like this is, you know what I mean? This is what's until, this is a new chunky donkey or some shit. Like, it's just not gonna happen. Like, I don't, I don't. Until Nike cuts a check, you're. Gonna, oh, yeah. <laughs> that's what he says now. But well, like, <laughs> well, if, they, if they cut the check, then I'm definitely in it. But let's get uh i mean i want people to get to know who you are exactly so um are you originally from you said you're from fresno yeah well i mean i'm mexico you know i mean i'm from i'm from mexico but yeah i reside in fresno california you were born in mexico uh, yeah i was oh shit i, didn't I was know. born like two miles into mexico so i'm like i'm damn near chicano but whatever <laughs> i mean i've been here since i was seven years old but yeah i grew up on a, I, I i was born in a border town of mexicali you know what I mean? Uh, my family migrated, you know what I mean? They, they stayed down there on the border for a little bit, like San Diego area, like Southern California, and then they migrated up north to Fresno. And I've been in Fresno since I was like seven years old, so I consider Fresno my home. And and you said how long have you been in Fresno? Shit, my whole life. Since I was seven, I'm, I'm 36 now. So. Dang, he's, he's been there yeah. 30 years. <laughs> yeah, so, you know what I mean? <laughs> so... My, so you went to school and everything in, in Fresno? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, I went to my elementary. I went through all that shit. Yeah, so it's all, since like second grade. Okay. You know? And since you were you were young, were you into shoes? You were, were you into like all that? Uh, I got into sneakers when I was a kid. I got into sneakers like way back in the days. Like I got into sneakers like when I was like like a child, child. Like all right, when like I was a kid, because I'm a lot older than you. The Reebok pumps were a big thing, right? The mm-hmm. brand and. My, and my cousin, my cousin, he came through one time and he had a little bit more money than us. Like, cause we were like, you know, barely scraping by, you know what I mean? Farm labor, you know, farm labor type, you know, household and all that other stuff. So, but my cousin, he already had a little bit more loot than us. And, uh, he was like two years older than me and he showed up with the Reebok pumps. And I really believed like that them shits like made you jump higher and like made you run faster. So what I did was like, I was like, I need to get a hold of these. My parents were, my parents are like, you know, very like, you know, traditional Mexican. They don't believe in like name brands or anything like that. You know what I mean? I wore hand-me-downs like for most of my childhood. And so they were never going to give me like a pair. And I was just like, man, I got to get my, my hands on one of those. And this has never happened. Cause I think they were, I think even back then they retailed for like over a hundred bones. And we're talking about, this is like 91, 92. So this is a long time ago, and they were already over a hundred. So, what color it was, was like, that? Uh, the colorway, uh, the color. It was the OGs. It was the OG. So it was uh, the D Browns. They were white, blue. They were white, blue, and uh, they had like this little, like it's almost like a, like a little release on the back heel. Um, okay. It's pretty. I mean, they were just really high, and they just look really cool. They just look like super futuristic, uh-huh. like something out of a movie. Like them shits look like space boots, like like space boots to me. So like that's why I like them. Yeah, and then I didn't really get my my first real pair of shoes, like till I was like in like seventh grade. That's when I got my first like official Nike, like you it? know that was, and I got the Nike of Tempos. Oh nice. And uh, I wore them shits into the ground. Like <laughs> I wore them like they were clean on the top, but on the bottom, like they were damn near see through. But you know it was like 
I could only get like one pair of shoes, you know, but that was, that's like the first like big shoe that people will probably remember. And then also like, but before that I did get a pair of Reebok ventilators, but nobody was really peeping on those anyway back then. Like I think I'm like the only ventilator, ventilator guy out here. Hmm? Yeah, I remember when I got my when I would get shoes. We, I was in the same situation. I had at the time uh, three brothers or two brothers, and it's kind of hard. You're, like when your parents they're doing okay, but they're not doing great. So like if they bought a pair of shoes for me, they would have to buy a pair of shoes for my brothers. So they would usually get us like we would go to Payless and get the Nike stuff uh, that they had there and things like that. But I remember one time my parents finally I wanted the the what was it. There was uh, some Cortezes that I really want. Those were like my first like actual, I babied them. I would, uh, my uncle in Mexico, he's like, hey, like, uh, you got to keep them clean. He was showing me how he cleaned his, like he grabbed a rag, toothbrush. toothbrush. He was just like cleaning them. And I'm like, oh, wow, that looks brand new. And uh, that's where I started. Like it was Nike Cortezes. And after that, I, I started getting a little bit of whatever I could, just mainly because my parents, uh, they couldn't afford to get us all like, because we're so close in age. Mm. So, like, we were all in school, so they had to get us all clothes and things like that. But now, uh, I think I have too many shoes. <laughs> what, what was your first shoe, Tony? For me? Yeah, the first pair of shoes you had? Like, or that got you into the sneaker? Into the sneakers? Uh, for me, it had to be the uh, the Reebok Shaq Gnosis. Oh, the hit the. Oh, I love the black and white stripes. Yeah. Those. I remember. Um, I was probably, uh, shit, maybe in fifth grade, mm-hmm. sixth grade, whenever I had those pair. And uh, I had a Halloween costume that was a, a black ninja. So it was like <laughs> a black ninja suit with those shoes on. Bro, that was fly. <laughs> what about you, Wicho? Um, Probably the there were mid-Nike SBs. I can't remember if they were dunks or not, but I knew they were SBs. They were, when they were doing the SB 6.0s. Oh, nice. uh, my it, it, and it was funny because my dad actually bought them for himself. I don't know why he bought them, but he didn't wear them, so I just went into his closet and grabbed them. <laughs> and just and that was like a junior. Junior? Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, how how were you as a, as a youngster? Were you like getting into trouble? Were you like a good kid? I was bad. Well, I mean, I was like a good kid in the beginning, but like you know, like I grew up in like a really really like rough part of town like you know i mean it just it comes with the territory you know what i mean as, as you know when you're a kid from like it doesn't really start until like you're about 11 you know and then that's when like the gang influence and all that other stuff i never like gangbanged or anything like that but i i associated with everybody like that you know what i mean and a lot of friends like either join gangs or we were just troublemakers but i've always i was always like kind of like a wild wild like uh like a wild child i didn't think I didn't think things through about consequences, and I was fearless. Like, if you told me, like, to jump off a building, I would jump off a building. Like, you know, like, legit, like, I would be like, fuck it, I'll jump. You know what I mean? Like, I really didn't care. I really didn't. Like, I didn't I didn't understand, like, um, like loss of life or, like, you know, the consequences of, of what things would do, you know, to me. If, like, as far as, like, danger or anything like that. But, yeah, I was just, like, you know, I was, I was in the streets just running around. I was really defiant too, because I was pretty intelligent as a child, and I remember um, knowing that like they could beat my ass. Like my parents would beat me, ground me, take everything away, but at the end of the day, like I knew that they would love me no matter what. So I felt like it was like it was only temporary. Like it wasn't like how long could they treat me that way? You know? Yeah. So yeah, I I know you have uh, some. You have two brothers, right? Is is there more or just? Yeah, I got two little brothers, so I'm the oldest. Okay, yeah, and I'm it's, the oldest. So it's just two other brothers that you don't know, sisters. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, no sisters. All boys. Did they almost follow what you were doing too, as well? Like hanging. My around? brother Brian, who does the channel, he does the editing, and yeah. he's doing the right now just because of the whole COVID. Because we're in two different cities, you know. I'm in Fresno, he's in LA, which is a four-hour drive, which is a four-hour drive, and just um, you know, I mean. There's a lot of spread over there. There's a lot of spread over here. You know what I mean? We don't want to be those people who end up getting a bunch of people sick. So we're just kind of laying low key in a sense, you know? Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, my brother, my, my my middle brother was was turning into the, you know, the same kind of lifestyle. That I was. He was more of a skater, though. Mm-hmm. By the time they came up, by the time they came up, 
my dad had already like moved us into the suburbs and like you know what i mean like he was hanging out with a bunch of like white kids and all that other stuff and i just you know i had already made my friendships like with my people in the old neighborhood so i would just kind of go over there to hang out i mean but that's when everything kind of like clashed and stuff like that for me because you know i i started meeting like i didn't see i didn't i knew of white folks but i didn't know of them like that like until i was like in high school like i met dudes named hunter you know and who like you know like skateboard and like you know anything like that like i don't know none of those dudes like you know all the kids that i grew up with were like just like gang members and like just hoodlums you know like you just realize the difference of the of the, of, of the people like they have money but but I just, even when I moved and when I moved into high school, like I was su- such a bad kid that like, I, I looked for the bad kids in that school to hang out with. So they moved me like from school to school to try to get me to like, to hang out. But I was just, I was just drawn to the madre, I guess, like, you know, did you ever, did you ever get like into some serious trouble? Were you, um, yeah, I mean, I was. I've been to jail a few times, you know what I mean? Like, I like all that stuff. Like, you know what I mean? I don't, I don't even talk about it because it's like, I'm not that guy anymore. Yeah. Like, there, I don't have an ounce of gangster in me <laughs> anymore or any of that stuff. Like, I, I'm not that dude. Like, you know what I mean? It's not there anymore. Like, like I'm, I'm washed up. That's like for like kids to me. But yeah, I mean, I was I, like, that's okay. So I, I went to jail and I went to jail for a few months. And then that's all it took for me. Like, I was like, all right, this is, you know, there's dudes in there who come in and out. And, and like, you know, they're like, like, that's what they want to do. And I'm just like, man, I'm here for a few months. And that was it. I was already scared. I was like, I'm done. I'm, I'm ready to go. It took me a few months when it takes other people like a few years, you know, yeah. to learn that that shit ain't for you. Yeah. I mentioned it in a, a previous podcast that we haven't released. I caught myself like I got into trouble a few times. Uh, I got suspended from like middle school and things like that, but that's when I like started to catch on. And I was like, "Oh, I don't want to go down this path." You know what I mean? Like, you didn't actually get into some like serious time. You know what I mean? Like, you uh, you caught that and realized, you know, that's not that's not the, yeah, that's not the right yeah. Thing. Like, it's not it's not a lifestyle that I want to live. And I realized that, like, you know, I mean, it's just like I got I got buddies who died. You know what I mean? Like, like for real, it's like you know, childhood friends that you know, it's kind of sad in a sense. You know what I mean? From from either like drug addiction to, you know what I mean? To, you know, I know people who've caught murder cases and things like that. And it's just like, dang, like if I would have continued down that path or thinking that what the life that I was living was okay, you know, then who knows where I would have ended up. But I'm just glad that I had like a family to support me mm-hmm. and to bring me back and to let me know that like, you know, like you need to snap out of it or else it's not going to end well for you. Yeah. Uh, I know, I know you mentioned uh, Fresno is not like the, there's the gangs, you know, because um, I even, I, I saw a documentary a while back ago and they said like some of the most violent gangs, what, like one of them was in Fresno. Was it like, were the streets pretty bad there? Did you have to like? Yeah. I mean, it's like I said, it's, it's, it's bad. It's not, there's, there's, it's, it's not like it was in the nineties or in the early two thousands. Cause what happened to most of those guys is like one, they get locked up and they got locked up for a long time. Or two, they get smoked out on meth and, and they just fall off, you know? But for the most part, I mean, like, yeah, like, it's a, it's a young man's game in a sense. So, but yeah, I mean, there are certain areas and certain neighborhoods that you really can't go down like like you normally would. Like, this hat right here would get me in trouble, like, if I go to the east side of town right now. Like, just because, and this is this is the homie right here. He, he lives on Butler and Peach, right? Mm-hmm. But that's already, that, that's a gang-infested area already. And I would probably get, even at my age, I would probably get pressed, like, you know, over it, like, you know, like, on dumb shit by some kids who just want to make a name for themselves. So it's kind of like that. So it's like, you kind of like, you got to pick where you got to go and stuff like that. There's certain areas that you know, like, but I mean, I'm older now. So like, once you kind of like hit your 30s, if, if you're still catching beef, then you're in the wrong circles, you know? But, like, you know, when I was younger, yeah, I mean, like, fuck, people look at you funny, you know? Like, it's just, it was bad in a sense, you know? Yeah. The thing that was challenging for me was being Mexican and being a Mexican immigrant and then moving up more north. The more north you go, you meet, like, second and third generation Mexicans who speak zero Spanish, all right? So they would, like, 
they would call me like, you know, a wetback. They would call me like my own people, you know what I mean? And then one, I look white. So they, they like, you know, they disrespect me in a sense. And it was just like, that was already like, I felt like when I would ask them, when I would talk to them in Spanish and they wouldn't respond to me in Spanish, I would feel like they're just, they just don't like me. And so I would get like aggressive, like, what the fuck? Like, how come you don't talk to me? Or like, you know what I mean? Like, how come you're not talking to me? Like, how come you're acting like you don't know what I'm saying when you know everything I'm saying? You know what I mean? And I just, it didn't make sense to me that like, maybe like their grandparents came from Mex. And so they're just, they don't know, you know what I mean? They don't know, they don't, they don't speak Spanish, you know what I mean, anymore. So it was like, like that. And then, like I said, with that, and then like, I was kind of like a big nerd, like when I was a kid, like a big, big nerd. Like I, I wore a flat top. My mom dressed me for a long time just because of the whole, like the area that we grew up in, like she thought everything was gang related and I couldn't wear like, so all of my shit was like super outdated, like my gear, my clothes. And I would walk to school every morning and I would walk to school every morning. And when I would walk to school, I have to go past these three kids that were already like bad. Like they were a little bit older and they would talk shit to me and they would talk shit to me. And so as I would walk, as I would walk and they would talk shit to me, like I'd flip them off. And then they'd run after me and jump me and I'd run and I'd maybe get like a punch in there or whatever, but eventually they'd, they'd beat the shit out of me, you know? And, and that like, kind of like, but that hearted me, like after every day, like it hardened me. And then when I told my mom, when I told my mom, like, yo, like I'm getting beat up. My mom tells me, tells the teacher, and then I become labeled a snitch. So it's even worse for me now. Like as I'm walking down. So it's just, it was just bad. Like, like as a kid in the neighborhood, but eventually, like I said, like you get, like the way I earned my respect, or at least I felt like I did in my early years was I was crazy. So like, you know, people wouldn't fuck with you because you were crazy. Like you'd be like, dude, that is crazy. And so, like I said, like, I didn't really have fear. Like, cause I didn't, it was like, whatever. Like I would, I would have, I would have killed someone back then. Like, you know, that's my, just without zero regard, just, just to do it. Like, and it's crazy to sound like that now. Cause I was like, I don't even think I could do that now, like at all, like at all, at all, at all. Like I'm totally like not that dude. But yeah, back then maybe I would have, you know what I mean? And it's a, it's a trip. Like, like, and I ain't trying to sound like no tough dude or, or, yeah. or, or like, like I'm about that or anything like that or I was, but maybe at that point I probably was because I, I didn't know consequences, you know? Yeah, I think we all go through that. Uh, I'm sometimes I see like pictures or videos of like just me back in the day, you know what I mean? And then you're like, God, I can't believe I talked like that. Or I can't believe I, I, I would, I acted like I that or that. dressed like that. And I'm like, God, I'm so, but like you said, you just grow up and then like you, you mature in a sense, you know what I mean? So, yeah. Like, you know, you remember back in the days when you just used to look fucking hard, yeah. like in the mirror, <laughs> yeah. like, and then you're just like wondering what the hell am I angry about? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. It just doesn't make any sense. Like it's just, it's, it really it don't it don't make any sense to but i guess it's just part of growing up you know yeah so yeah. did you have any plans that like after you graduated high school did you have what were your like plans or just just work um like my so i got kicked out of high school by my sophomore year oh, shit. and then so when i got kicked out of, when i got booted like i i had to get a job you know what I mean? Because I was like, what am I doing? You know what I mean? So I went on like a home study and you just go one day a week. So I got a job at McDonald's. You know what I mean? And I, I, back then, I think minimum wage was like six bucks Dang. out here. You know? Yeah. So it was like, you know, and, and I thought I was doing it. You know, I had a car, I had all that. I was like, yo, I'm doing the big out here. You know what I mean? And so I started working at, like at an early age. I started working like at an early age, like at what, 16? Mm -hmm. So yeah, I was working. I was already working full time and all that other stuff. And as far as like goals and life goals, like I was just living. I, I, I got really into girls. I got really into girls. You know, and I just wanted to be a big old player, man. I was out there partying. I really didn't have any direction until I got older. Like, and that's the honest truth. Like, you know, I, did, I was just wilding out out here. You know what I mean? Big pimping, huh? <laughs> big pimping out there. I tried to be the best I could. You know what I mean? Right, right now, you got a girl, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice I got a girl, you know what I mean? How many kids do you I got have? A girl, I, got, I got two children, nice. you know what I mean? So I'm good. I'm happy. Nice. Yeah, I'm, I'm retired, bro. I'm a, I'm a, you know what I mean? I'm a full-time coach now. No more player. You no, know? no. The jersey's, uh... the, jer yeah, the, the jersey's hung up in the house or what? Oh, it's been hung up. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, like, I know your early day. 
what made you decide to get in, to get into some YouTube? Uh, YouTube. I didn't even get it. YouTube. I didn't even like. That was all my brother on the real. Like my brother bought this camera, and my brother was like, "I want to film you and my younger brother." Because my younger brother, he has a cooking channel. He has a cooking channel, but his cooking channel didn't really take off, right? But my brother found it intriguing that my brother found it intriguing that of the things that I did, and I that would be like go to Ross and like bargain shop for clothes and all that other stuff. And he was like, why are you like clothes so much? Because I always loved clothes. Like since I was young, like I've always loved like clothes and sneakers and things like that. Like I've always loved it. And then, you know, but I would get everything like at Ross and stuff like that. And we're talking about, this is like high school. Like I'd have like the coolest shit, but it'd be the craziest colors because like you get all them random weirdo colors. Like I'd have like the Tommy Hill figure. But that shit would be like neon green, you know. But I thought I was doing it because I'd get it for like 20 bucks versus like at Macy's or whatever. You know, I had like polo, all that other stuff, like, you know. So, but my brother thought it was funny. Like, he's all like, you know, and I was like, all right, whatever. Just record me doing whatever the hell I'm doing. Because I would literally like go to like the rock, like on my on my off time, I would just go to Ross's and look for steals and deals. Because I've always been a big bargain guy. Always. Like, you know, that's been you know, embedded in me from my mom and my dad, you know what I mean? Like, they're just very frugal people. So, like, I was always like that. And I always like to look. It always made me feel better to know that I got something cool for cheap. There you go. Yeah. It's that good feeling, though. When you, yeah. when you got a good a good find like that and be like, good-ass price for, it's a bargain, you know what I mean? Yeah, the, the, yeah, yeah. this other day I was wearing this, uh, that, that Polo Ralph Lauren shirt or jacket so that I got. One? Yeah, the one I got at TJ. And people were like, I get complimented on it. And then it says like Polo on it. And it says Polo Ralph Lauren. So like when you see it, the retail is 250 But I got that at TJ Maxx for 30 bucks. Like Exactly. That, that makes me feel good. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I, I like, I like, I like that, that feeling of like knowing that, like, you know what I mean? <clears throat> yeah. And knowing I, that I got it like at a great price, you know? Yeah. I always tell people, I'm like, you don't, if, if the person you're trying to impress is like impressed by brands or money. I was like, that's the wrong person. I was like, you can go to, uh, and people are uh, afraid to go into Ross. You know what I mean? I, I remember when we, like I first started going, people were capping on me because they were like, oh, like that's like fake stuff or that's uh, like uh, cheap stuff, you know? And a lot of guys too in the beginning were too like almost prideful. Yeah, like they didn't want to go in, you know what I mean? Because they're like, nah, nah, I'm going to go to the mall and get my stuff. And I'm like, Julio was actually the one that told me about Ross in the beginning. He's like, hey, like there's these shoes. You can find them. I'm like, at Ross? He's like, yeah, check it out. And I went and I actually found some stuff. And I'm like, oh, shit. You know, and then from there, it's just like the majority of my stuff, like I buy basic hoodies at, at, at Walmart for like 10 bucks. And then it's all about how you dress it up and how you like, you know, portray yourself in there. So and now it's funny because. A lot of people go to Ross to get their stuff. They didn't, like really. Didn't yeah, I mean Ross blew up. Like Ross, like literally, like yeah. exactly because people one people. I don't think people have the money like that no more. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like you're crazy if you go to the to to, to to the mall. You're gonna drop like five hundred bucks just for like a few outfits. You know, when you can go to these spots and you can get you know double the outfits for the same price. Yeah, and it's just like, but now it's like so mainstream. Like now it's like I have like. Seven Rosses in my, in, you know, in, in my city now. It's like before I only had like two, mm -hmm. you know. Before I only had like two, I had I had one TJ Maxx, now I got three. You know, it's like I have four Marshalls now. It's, it's insane. So I mean, it, they're like they're not opening up any more malls. They're opening up a shit ton of Rosses and Marshalls and TJ Maxxes. Yeah, a bunch and, of like you know, outlet stores, like outlet yeah. plazas. Because like huge. I said, that's what people, you know, because that's what people can afford. Like nobody really. Nobody can really afford to go to the mall on the real. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you, you're, you're, I mean, you can buy a good pair of shoes, like, at the mall, but you're dropping, like, two bills. Yeah. Yeah, they almost, like, you know? bridge that gap of, like, what the mall couldn't do. Yeah. Like, the cheaper prices, mm -hmm. people were going online yeah. to find the deals, so now they have Yeah. Rights. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, I mean, you know, like I said, like, Roth back then was, was, you know, it was new, it was fresh, like, you know, you could get all kinds of stuff for cheap, 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 good deals, you know? Now it's a lot harder. Are you having a harder time finding some stuff? Oh, yeah, it's like, you know, it's practically dead out here. The thing is, like, everything is sold now, everything. Everything is resold, everything. 
You can resell gum now. You can resell like whatever. It's a trip. Like dudes, like literally, like resell every single thing, like everything, everything. So I mean, that's that's how that's how it's gone. So it's like, you know, like I go out there and it's like it's wiped, and it's not even. And you could already tell that it's not even the. Uh, like the majority of the time, like all those stores are already manned by somebody back there. Yeah. Like it's either the employees are flipping it themselves or two, like they got a, somebody's already in there, you know? Mm-hmm. Like I remember cause I, that used to be me. Like I used to have people in there, mm-hmm. you know, but now people know like sneakers and flipping and all that other stuff. Like everything is about flipping now. Everything. You look at all like the Gary V's, everything is about sports cards. Everything is about trying to, everybody's trying to make a buck out here, mm-hmm. you know? Like, that's just the way it is, you know? So it's like, it's it's really hard to find. You can still find personal stuff. You can still find personal stuff. And you can still make money flipping things from Ross. But it's, uh, it's, it's much more, it's much more challenging. Like, things get, like, you're either really fast or you sit on things. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the way it is. But, like, I think, like, as far as, like, the whole, like, retail arbitrage or whatever they want to call that, you know I mean, like, that's all, like, changed in a sense. Like, now it's, like, you shouldn't be having to put in 100 miles on your car and drive to every location. Like, you could, like, now since everybody's flipping, you could, if one guy goes out there and buys it and you give him 15 bucks above what he paid for it, and then you can flip that. You know what I mean? And it saves you time in a sense. You know what I mean? Like, you can, you people are buying from, like, smaller, like, you if you're a big if, if, if you have the buying power to buy big, you can now in a sense, like, cause you can control the market in that sense. Cause you can buy the whole size run yeah. and now you take the prices and all that stuff. But I don't know to me, like on that level on like the whole making like six figures doing this and all that other stuff, like it bores me in a sense. This isn't bore. I mean, money's money. Don't get me wrong. Like that's the hustle. If that's what you like to do. But it's a lot more work than people assume it is. Yeah, because you have to get the shoe, you have to take pictures of the shoe, then you have to box the shoe when you sell it, and then you have to Post go and them. ship it. Like, all that takes a lot of time. Like, time people don't, me. yeah, people don't realize it. it takes a lot of time to do that. That's why I haven't really been flipping anymore. Like, I go to Ross every now and then, not like the same. And especially since I started a whole media company, that it just, like, I'm busy doing that. And, it, yeah. like, I want to do, I, I keep, I, I do want to do the Ross videos, like, still, but, I, I prioritize what's making me money. You know what I mean? Like, right. This is making me a lot more money than flipping shoes at Ross's. You know, like it's it's just yeah, yeah. so I feel you like like to me like the Ross hustle is like it's cool, but like even then like you get like when I would go there like every day, like yeah, I might find better stuff, but it almost like it would frustrate me or it would bore me. And so like now like I'll only go like maybe like once a week maybe twice mm-hmm. a week. If I find something good the first time, then I might even hit like another store. But for the most part, I just go to one store to two stores and I'm done. Like, you know what I mean? Like if I don't find it, I'm out. Like I ain't, I ain't doing it. And then as far as like the sales, like I just do local sales. I'm not shipping anything. You know what I mean? Like if, if I can't move it locally, then I'm not buying it. You know, that's the way I see it. You know, like, like I, I saw a lot of local, like, you know, I saw a lot of like, uh, things locally but i'm not trying to make like get rich money and stuff like that if i buy a hoodie for like 19.99 like okay like today just today uh i bought like a 49er hoodie right you know we're out here in cali so the 49ers are gonna sell um and i bought it it was a mitchell and s i bought it for 19.99 for like 21 bucks and i sold it for 60 you know what i mean that gives me like you know like an extra like a little 40 bucks i could one go get something to eat or put gas or something like that, like nothing, but I'm not trying to quit my job or anything like that yeah. to like, you feel me? Like, you know what I mean? Like, and I'm only buying like sure things. Like I'm not buying things just to be like, Oh, this might sell or this might not sell. Like it has to be like a for sure thing. Like it can't just, I'm not why, you know, yeah. so I can go back and turn a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Have, have you found anything lately? Like pretty dope. No, no, like like no. I said, just like nothing crazy, nothing, nothing that would say like wow, like I found like some Vans vaults. Like I said, like everything that I find is like basic stuff that I know someone would want to pay, but nothing that's like a home run that where I'm like making like money off, like good money. You know, you know what I'm saying, like a good flip. 
Like I think the last good flip that I had was like those 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 future craft Adidas four Ds that I that I got like over the summer mm-hmm. or something. You know what I mean? Like I found those and I think I sold I, I think I sold those for I think I found them at like thirty nine ninety nine and I sold them for like one one sixty locally. And that's a good score, you know? Yeah. But like for the most part, like I bought a pair of vans for twenty nine ninety nine and I sold them for sixty bucks. You know what I mean? Like just things like that. Like little money, like nothing like no gems, as you say, like, you know what I mean? Like, there's no, like, like, that's, that's the, the difference in Ross right now. Like, before you could find, like, cool stuff, or even, like, outlets. Remember, you could find, like, like, cool, like, you'd find, like, a gem in an outlet, like, you know what I mean? But, like, now it's, like, these dudes are buying, like, whole lots of <laughs> everything. Like, everything. They'll buy the whole freaking store to resell. So, there's nothing there. It's really nothing there. Like, that's the way I see it. Like if you're not there early, it's over for you. Yeah, that or when they first put it out. Because we used to go to like the Nike outlets all the time, and we would find stuff. And then lately, like we've gone to a few, and they just have like, like you said, just the basics, like basic stuff, nothing too too crazy, nothing that's gonna make you go like, holy shit, like they have this at. Because that I think that holy shit moment is like yeah. over, like at Ross. You know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah. especially with the whole YouTube, a lot of people caught on, and then just you know what I mean? Like, so now it's kind of. It, is that why you guys decided to like kind of change the direction of the channel? Because I know you guys used to do Ross finds, and then all of a sudden like started getting into the history. All right, so the Ross finds videos were cool, right? And they're fun to do, but I drive to ten stores to make one video. <laughs> right? It would take literally like all day to make one video. All right, and I'd have to go everywhere, and we'd have to do it all day. And like I said, my brother lives in L.A., so he'd come down here for, like, three days, and we'd film for three days, like, for 10 hours, like, just trying to find things, you know what I mean? Like, you would think, like, you know, like, it's it's only, like, an eight-minute video, and it would take forever to do, you know, from the editing and stuff like that, you know? And it's just, like, it wasn't worth the amount of labor that we were putting in, right? Now, a, a sneaker history video is you research it, you write a script, and you, you just narrate it and you put it out and then you just cut and paste videos from other things or, you know, yeah. whatever you found from your research. All right. So it, it's, it takes a lot less time. You know, it takes a lot less time and you're, you're you have to stay in one spot. Like I can film them in the house. You know what I mean? I don't have to go anywhere or anything like that Two, what I found with the Ross videos is that once they pop off, like your window of opportunity is those first seven days and that's it. But people don't rewatch Ross videos. No, they watch them one time and that's it. All right. The, the history videos, they have legs. They're constantly moving up. So like I'm getting more, we, we get more and more views on those type of videos, you know, cause like those videos never, they don't, they don't get dated. Yeah. Nobody's going to go watch your Ross videos from three years ago. You know, like, why? Like, you know, that stuff's not there no more. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's just not, like, it's just the way it is. You know what I mean? Like, like literally, like, all right, all of your videos that you've put out, once they're done, they're pra- they're done. They're, like, dead, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. And, like, these videos, it's a trip because, like, on these videos, it'll peak, and then it'll just have, like, a, like a rise again, like, mid. It'll be six months from now. And one of these videos will just spike again. Yeah. A Ross Fines video would never do that, you know? No. So what gave you guys the idea? Like, was it you or your brother? Let's it was my some... brother. My, my brother made a video about Champion. Mm-hmm. All right. Like, all right. Because, like, you know, everybody everybody talks about Champion. It's like, how was it? Like, a Walmart brand and all this other stuff and blah, blah, blah. Now I remember Champion when Champion was expensive, like, in the early 90s. Before it went to Walmart. But yeah, like, you know, it's like starter and all that other stuff, right? So in the early 90s, it was popping and all that other stuff. And then it just started to fall. And eventually it did end up in like, you know, the Walmarts and the Targets and all that other stuff. Um, But it's always had like a nostalgia thing to it, right? Now, Supreme started printing on Champion because it's cheap. It's cheap to print. You can get the, you can get high quality, like, uh, you know, sweatshirts and stuff like that. For, for the low, you know, back then it, they were they were super cheap and they're premium. Like they, they feel heavy and all that other stuff. If you've ever worn like a reverse weave, like, you know what I mean? It's a quality sweatshirt. It's not like cheap, you know? So 
my brother was like, he wanted to know the history of it. So he researched it and we dropped that video and we dropped the, uh, and we dropped the champion history video. It got 500 views compared to like the Ross Vines videos that would get at least five, 6,000, mm -hmm. you know, views. And so we was like, ah, it's a dud. And we kind of just went with it. Right now it's wild because the Washington post, which is, uh, we don't live in Washington, but they posted it on their webpage. Like they posted the link mm -hmm. of the history of champion. Right. And this is when champion was starting to blow up. Right. And so that video six months later or six or three months later started to blow up like crazy. Like it started to spike, like, you know, and it, it went all the way up to like, I think it went all the way up to like 400,000 views or almost like 500,000 views. No, it went to like 400,000 views, like within a matter, within like a matter of weeks. You know, and with that video, like we like just grew like crazy. Like it just went, we went from, I think like 2000, 2000 or 3000 subs to like 13,000, mm -hmm. like within like, like within like a few days. And it was like, dang, that's wild. And then we dropped the Cortez video and the Cortez video, it, we, it got, it's intentionally done to, like, you know, it, it, it says that the, it's the shoe of the Mara Salvatrucha, which is the Salvadorian gang, right? Yeah. But we knew it was going to get a lot of, uh, we knew it was going to get a lot of hate by saying that. Because all the Mexicans are going to get mad. All the Cholos are going to get mad. Like, yo, we started that shoe, you know what I <laughs> mean? And so it, but it, it brought up the engagement in the comments. Does that make sense? Yeah. So, like, video ballooned all the way up to a mill. You know, and and then by then, like I think we grew and we grew to like, I think like, like to uh, like twenty two, like twenty two thousand subs, and then, and then we dropped an Air Force One video, and we dropped an Air Force One video, and that thing hit a mil too. Mm -hmm. That thing hit a mil too, and then by then we're already at like thirty thousand or like thirty thousand subs, and like once you hit like that threshold, once you hit that mark, like it just it just keeps going and going. It's almost like it just grows. Like I think YouTube starts realizing that you're a channel on the rise mm -hmm. and it just bumps you like in, on the front page or on the algorithm. And then we were getting, we were getting like, uh, like shout outs by a lot of like sneaker pages, like, you know, on IG and things like that. Like, you know, I mean, check out these history videos and blah, blah, blah. And if they link them, then they press on our link and then they keep going up, mm -hmm. you know, so it went like that. So that's the way it went. Like, I think, uh, but yeah, it was, it was like, uh, you know, that's kind of how it grew. It was, it was wild, you know? And yeah. I think we're like down to like, it slowed down obviously, but I think we're down to like, we're at like 93 or 94,000 subs, you know? Yeah. I, I remember when you, when those videos were first blown up, he sent me a message on, on IG. He said, Hey, like, uh, some of my videos are going viral. I'm like, no way. And I go into YouTube and check it, and I see, I'm like, holy shit, they are going viral. I'm like, oh shit, Nacho's blowing up over here. So I, I thought that was really cool, you know what I mean? Like, starting to blow yeah. up. Cause, uh, but it was like, it was a trip, because like, you know what I mean? Because cause you get discouraged. Like, we did like the Rossmines videos for like two years. Mm -hmm. You know, and like, we weren't getting like, I wasn't getting the views that we were, what I felt we were putting in work for. Like, I was like, yo, we're doing it out here. Like, you know, like I, if you watch our videos and stuff like that, they're like, almost my brother's legit on the editing and all that other stuff like to us we felt like we were putting out a quality product and we're filming on like a thousand dollar camera so it's like you know we're filming on a canon 80d so it was like you know like it's like i think we were putting in the work and it, it, it kind of sucks when like when like, you don't see any growth in a sense you know yeah i i know what you're saying because it kind of discourages you to the point where you're like do i want to keep doing this like it's it's really not doing anything for me did you ever at yeah. some point like man like let's just not do this because i know I, there was a time where you took a little break because it, it does get kind of like tiresome you know what i mean like just doing the same thing over and over and i remember you took like a little break yeah well like you know i just like either we took a break just because it was just like it was boring man like or it's dead like your Ross Fines videos are only as hot as what you find. Yeah. You know, and if you're not finding anything cool, then it's whack. Like, you know what I mean? Nobody's really going to watch your video or anything like that. 
So it was like, it sucked. Like we literally like be like, you know, we have to find something. So we drive for hours looking for a decent find to pump up and be like, oh, look what I found, you know? <laughs> yeah. But like, you know, but now it's like everything is like, be, be doing Ross Fine's videos today would be hella hard because everything is so flooded mm-hmm. so fast. You know, like if I found a cool pair right now, two weeks from now, everybody else found that pair. You know, and and it was it's already dead. It's like, oh yeah, I came up on those a while back. You know? Yeah, I mean, a lot of people now are more into the flipping part of it. You know what I mean? Yeah, to- like before it was like cool, like you used to find cool stuff, but now these people that they don't care. Like you know what I mean? Like, and we weren't really like like if you want to like like if you want knowledge on how to do it and all that other stuff, then go watch Hustler Hacks. You know what I yeah. mean? Go watch. Go, like you know, that's the that's the main guy that you want to. That you want to watch that does that, you know that's my that's my thing. And there's a bunch of other channels like that. But for for me, we were just doing it just for the content in a sense to find cool stuff or things that we thought looked cool. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it was just us bullshit in the stores, but it just got it got hard. Like it was like I don't know. Like like I said, it's just it's not enough. We weren't getting enough views for the amount of work that we were putting. We're putting in half the work. Don't get me wrong, we still put in work on these history videos by writing scripts and all that other stuff and doing the research, but we're putting in half the work that we would put in the Ross finds videos and we'd only get half the love. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, it's, it's, it's that saying work smarter, not harder, bro. Like, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. yeah pretty much. So is, is that what you guys are mainly or what you guys are I mean, making that channel? Well, we're going to do a bunch of other stuff with the channel. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, like I, I, I like, you know, what I mean, like it's gonna be, like we gotta, we gotta, uh, you know, we built a community called Sneaker Enthusiasts on on Facebook, mm-hmm. and it's for like the hardcore enthusiasts. It's not about like flipping, it's not like raffles, none of that stuff. It's just pure, like, pure like sneakerheads, like real right. sneakerheads. So, with, on, there you go, man. I'm enjoying. It. Yeah, it's 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 very it's very Nike Talk like from way back in the days though. Mm-hmm. All right, like because I'm OG Nike Talk. You know, um, yeah, but like, it's, it's like that. It's just showing on feeds or talking and discussing about like certain sneakers or your favorite things. It's not one brand sent, you know what I mean? Standard or anything like that. And like things like that, like, you know what I mean? So we did that and that's growing. Now that group, we're going to cap it at like 5,000 just so it's one, it's manageable. And two, it keeps the engagement up. You can have a group with a hundred thousand people. But if only 30 people are posting, what's the point of having the rest of them? Mm-hmm. You know, they're just there to start, you know, just, it makes it harder to manage or whatever. So it's almost like an exclusive group. So we're doing that. But as far as like the channel, we'll probably do like, you know, like, like top five sneakers that I like right now or things like that. Eventually, like, it'll be different because we're kind of bored of the history videos in a sense. You know what I mean? Like, and, and we want to switch it up. But COVID hit. And since COVID hit, it kind of put a stop to everything that we got to do. We can't just get out the house like we used to. You know, Cali's locked down. It's, it's, it's far more restrictive than than what you guys are most likely. You know what I mean? Like, we can't, we can't go anywhere without a mask. You know what I mean? We got to think of all the people that are out here, all this other stuff. So it just it makes things way harder. It makes, it makes things way harder. But we got some things in the works, man, that are going to be cool. We're dropping some gear probably. You know, pretty soon. So I was going to ask that. I was like, where's the, the nacho the nacho gear? Yeah, it's. I mean, I already got it dialed up and everything like that. We just got to find out when. Like, all right, so we was going to drop something. Like, we, we're going to probably drop, like, hopefully by the end of this year. If it's not, then we'll probably drop it next year. But I wanted to drop, like, a limited edition, like, like almost like a crew neck in a sense. Mm-hmm. Like a crew neck sweatshirt. And it'll probably be, like, maybe, like, like a 12 count. Like, not even, like a dozen tops you know it's more like i probably won't even make no money off of it it'll be more like just for like for like my hardcore like fans you know the ones that are like really really mess with me like I'm, i'll i'll just drop it like that like but it's gonna be a primo quality i don't want to just put out a t-shirt that's gonna shrink on you yeah you know i want it to be legit i want it to be done up right so you know i'm making sure like i i, I follow all my p's and q's i want it to be like something special i don't want it to be just like my brand merch. Yeah. You know, like I don't, and I don't want it to be, you know, and I'm working with like actual designers and stuff like that. I'm not working with like, just like, I'm not getting anything off Pinterest or anything like that. Or just like, 
slap and go, like, you know what I mean? Oh, I'm going to flip the champion logo or I'm going to flip the Supreme. Like, it's not no disrespect to your Supreme team. What but hate, that was bro. early. Start. Yeah, what a hate, <laughs> <bro>. <laughs> Yeah, but you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just not like, like I don't want to do anything like that. It's going to be a unique, something unique. It's going to be dope, though. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm I'm pretty excited about that actually. Shit, well, whenever you drop it, make sure you you let me know. I'll, I'll cop one of those. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So yeah, um, I wanted to touch back real quick on the on the raw stuff. I, I remember at one point, or I think it was a little bit more difficult in Fresno because you were you were talking about how they were giving you issues about filming inside the store. Yeah, dude. I mean, like we roll in with the big boy. Like we're not on the GoPro. Yeah. Like we roll with a with a real camera with a roll mic on the top. Mm -hmm. You know, and it's just like it looks funny. Like when you see it, and we were doing this in the beginning, like three, four years ago, when nobody was really vlogging or doing that that type of stuff. So people look at you weird. Like it's like, why are those guys filming? You know. And so we would like get like heat. Like you know, in the beginning, I knew everybody that worked at Ross, but Ross has such a high turnover rate. That like all those people are gone, mm -hmm. you know. So it's always like new people that is constantly rotating. So they would make an issue of it, like it's like, hey, you guys can't be filming, or like it'd be hard because like you know you got people in the background, you got people in the background, and it's like you know they don't want to be filmed and things like that. You really can't put them in the video if they don't want to be filmed either. Yeah. But it's like it's hard. Like so, it, it was it was challenging in a sense. You know, we get booted from the jump or like, you know, we'd have to go hide and do it like within like five seconds. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so are, are you still, are you still copping sneakers right now? Since, uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I buy, I buy sneakers, but I buy like, like I buy just, I've bought maybe like four pairs as this whole thing happened. I'm really selective now in a sense, mm -hmm. just because I'm more, um, I just got too many. You know what I mean? Like, if we just buy shit just because it's cool, it's like you're going to end up with, like, 50 pairs of shoes by the end of the year. Like, you know what I mean? And it's like, damn, I can't do it like that. Yeah, I think that's like, what so happens. Like, really? Yeah. No, go ahead. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. So, like, it's just, yeah, so I'm just buying, like, things that I know. I'm buying wearable sneakers. Mm -hmm. Like, nothing loud, nothing crazy, just, like, something that I, I know I'm going to actually, like, sport and things like that. You know what I'm saying? What's your go-to shoe, like, brand? Right now, like, you know what? I've been having this really, like, this thing where, like, i just been beaten up like one pair. Like, just, like, through until it dies, until, like, it's falling apart, and then I throw it away, and I break out another one. And so, but and then there's times where, like, I, when I do feel like, like I'm going to get dressed, and I'm going to get down, you know what I mean? Like, my grocery getters right now are just an all-white pair of Air Force Ones, you know? Because I can just slay those. Those are, like, by the door. Like, I got to go get a gallon of milk or something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, and then like when I want to get when when it's rainy or something, and I want to do something fancy, like I have different tastes for most people, but like I'll wear like a nice New Balance or something like that. You know what I mean? I'm a big New Balance guy, so yeah, that's what I was yeah. gonna say. I was like, I, uh, you post a lot about New Balances. Yeah. I was gonna ask you that because New Balance and all yeah. those Sockenies, it's more like an East Coast thing compared to you know yeah. West Coast. Um, New Balance has always been a big deal to me. Like since I was. When I first got into sneakers, when I first got like really, really into sneakers, it was about 2002, maybe 2003. That's when like I was like, that's when like it, it blew up like for me. Like that's when I kind of had like, you know, my own job, all that other stuff. And I was like, yo, I can buy whatever I want. And so uh, the Sneaker Freaker magazine was at my local like sneaker boutique. We have a sneaker boutique out here. It, it used to be called, uh, well, it's still around, but it, it switched up. But it, it, it was called FTK. And FTK have like the flyest sneakers of all sneakers, you know? And there used to be the sneaker magazine from Europe called Sneaker Freaker. You know, everybody, you know, you can find it. They're huge on IG and all that other stuff. But they used to actually have a publication of a magazine. And I remember seeing the New Balance. I think it's the, I think it's the 1500, the Colette. And I was like, yo, these are sick. Like, I thought that was really crazy. And I thought they were just dope, you know? And I was like, I was like, dude, these are, these are wild, you know? And they were like a purple and they had like, like they were with black and then they had like little crosses and I thought they were cold. I was like, this is, this is over. And then I would see them and like, I, I used to see like the old New Balances and like a lot of like the East Coast rap videos and shit, like the Wu-Tang and the Raw, you know what I mean? The, the mm -hmm. Raekwon and all that other stuff. And I was like, dude, this is, this is, I was like, I love them. So 
that was that. Like, you know what I mean? So that's really how I ended up loving, like, New Balances in a sense, you know? Yeah. 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 Uh, kind of like what you said earlier, too, like, when you just go to buy because they were, like, something cool, something wild, that actually had, happened to me. Like, I had way too many. Like, I didn't know. I, and I wouldn't even wear them. So, like, I just started, like, giving them away or just selling them. And because you just have too many. Julio has that problem. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you have we posted your your shoe room. Kind of like what I want to get. Yeah, because Julio has a whole ass like shoe clot or shoe room now. Yeah. He bought a house. You were trying to get rid of some now. Spring cleans. Yeah, I do a little cleanup on my collection. You know, just kind of keep that rotation going. Yeah. (laughs) So what's what's next for the for the channel? What what can we expect? I I know you recently. I I watched that last video. uh, when are you going to be on the next one since it's been your brother mainly? Um, my brother, so my brother, all right, so my mom, like, you know what I mean, was really sick with COVID, right? When the whole thing happened, she was like one of the first people that's had it out here, like in the valley or whatever, or where we're at, you know? So it was like in the early stages and stuff like that. And she damn near almost died, right? Like she was in the ICU, all that other stuff. And it was a really rough time, you know, it was crazy. It was wild. Now everybody's like, you know, everybody knows somebody who's in the hospital with COVID, but it really traumatized us in a sense, you know, because it was it was challenging for us, you know what I mean, like as, as a family. And I think it really affected my brother a whole lot. And he just didn't want to come down here. And he still doesn't want to come down here because he's, he's, he's like nervous, you know, you know, just because, it's, you know, you try to avoid as much travel and you try to be as responsible as you possibly can with the whole COVID thing. Like, I, I feel comfortable. Like, you know, I have a job where I work with the public and all that other stuff, but He's not, obviously. And if he's not, then, you know, I mean, we're not going to shoot, like, you know, together in a sense. Because, you know, I I don't have, um, how do you say, like, I'm more of a showman in a sense. My brother, like, if you watch his videos, he's more like, it's hard. Like, he's not a, not to say he's a bad host, but he's very different from my upbeat, like... Uh, yeah, that's what I was going to say. You're a little bit more, like, uh, like up-tempo, you can say, and he's more of just, like, mellow, chill. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, I don't even think he's that. I think he's just shy. You know what I mean? He's not... Because he's, he's not the camera guy. You know what I mean? He's literally, like, had to step up to be, like... Well, he's behind-the-scenes kind of guy. He's literally had to be the guy in front of the camera, you know? And it's just not him, like, personality-wise. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like... So it's hard, but I'm hoping to come out strong by the end of this year. He's coming down for the holidays, but I don't know if we're actually going to film. I think we're just going to kick it. I literally haven't seen my brother in months. Yeah, because you know, since like, it's March. If you were to come down, like, and if you guys wanted to keep that same feel, he would have to bring like all the equipment, like the backdrop and like uh, the mics. Why well, and- all that? We have like Nacho Studios is, is live and in effect in Fresno too. Is it? We have Nacho. Yeah, we have Nacho Studios Fresno, and we have Nacho Studios um, LA, and then it's it's uh, it's literally just the living room. But you know what I mean? Like we got the lamp, all that other stuff. You know what I mean, we so we got all that stuff. We got the backdrop. We got all that. Like so, we're ready to go. Like either here or over there, or yeah. over there. So it's cool, but like we'd have to squeeze in the video, and it's like, how do we really want to do all that? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then like we're just. We're switching it up in a sense, like we, we don't even know what we're gonna do or how we're gonna do it. We might drop a, like a cool like little video just to just to remind people that it's still me and him instead of just him. Because literally, it's been him for like the past ten videos. Right. Yeah, all yeah. the history of it. Yeah, like people like follow me on IG and stuff, and they're like, "Who are you?" Like, you know what I mean? Or like, <laughs> what? Are, or, or it's not like who are you, but like, who's, you know, who's Brian? Or, who is, or, who's Brian? <laughs> or people ask me and tell me like, "Hey." Did you like sell your channel and like you gave to that dude like royalty? And it's like, nah, man, it's a 50 50 thing. Like, you know, he's just as important to the channel as I am, you know? I mean, it blew up and you guys are getting quite a bit of video, like, of views on, on stuff. Are you going to quit your job anytime soon? Um, nah. I actually <laughs> like what I do. Like, believe it or not, like, I'm one of those people. I'm one of those people that actually likes to work. Mm-hmm. All right. Like, I, it, it brings me. A sense of purpose to punch in and punch out every day. You know what I mean? Like my job, like obviously, like um, I probably could quit my job, but I'd be struggling. You know what I mean? Well, I and then it's like there's a lot of things that happen when you quit your job. I got a family. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like you know, my job provides me my health benefits, all that other stuff. 
I have to come out of pocket for all that stuff. If I quit my gig, if I quit my gig, um, I'm good at what I do. Like I said, I like what I do. So, um, I don't think I'm going to quit my job anytime soon. And that's like, I'm making like buku numbers. Like we're doing like 10 G's a month. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and then, yeah, I guess, but you know, until that day. But even then, like if you're not going to be using that extra time, like say you did quit your job to make videos, then what's the point of like quitting your job? You know what I mean? Exactly. Exactly. Once it's like, I don't know. I got a buddy, right? His name is Ray is the entrepreneur. Like he's double the size of me. I don't know if you guys know who he is. Doing, but he makes like uh he does videos right and he made he's literally like from he was like from a small town out here called kalinga which is like i think like an hour away from me and like it's a small ass town you know what i mean and he did like like 150k last year on the youtube you know what i mean yeah. like on the youtube by himself and i'm like dang like this dude's like that's like if we can get to that level if we can get to that level then that's a whole different story You know, that's a whole different story. Like, I will dip. But as of right now, it's cool side money. Don't get me wrong. Like, I'm not going to lie to you. Like, you know what I mean? We ain't, we ain't hurting out here. But, like, you know, we're nowhere near that that number yet. And I think we can be, but we're being really selective. I can't just, like, like as far as, like, the affiliate marketing and all that other stuff and, like, the sponsors. I, I've gotten offers from all kinds of people. But if the money ain't right, like, nah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, if you want to send me a shoe clear, like, and that's all you're going to send me, like, nah, like, you're going to pay me, like, to, like, do whatever I got to do on the video. Like, if I got to do videos like that, like, you know what I mean? Like, you know, to, like, you know, or, you know, use my promo code and all this stuff. Like, I got to be getting make, making some money. I'm not doing it for free T-shirts or, mm -hmm. like, for sweaters and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I got to get, I got to get money. Especially when your channel is already, like, that big, like, you have that right to... To expect the paycheck, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. So yeah. yeah, I don't blame you, bro. Like, they got they got to cut that check, bro. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, exactly. Like you know what I mean? Like I've already gotten offers from like brands, but like they're brands that like no disrespect, but like they're brands that like if we just, like you would already know that we're getting paid, mm -hmm. just pumping them up. You feel me? Like, and it's just not gonna look authentic. Like it's gonna look terrible. Mm -hmm. Like you know what I mean? Like it's like me, like you know, pushing. Like, you know, sketches, like, it's just not going to happen. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, oh, yo, I got these brand new, check them out. Like, you know what I mean? And I got to make a whole video about how they're the dopest thing out there. Like, nah, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't, like, unless they drop me, like, you know, they backed up the Brinks truck on me, then I'm making the video. But for the most part, like, that would damage my shit. Like, that would damage my brand in a sense, you know? They, they would say you were a, a sellout in a sense, you know what I mean? They'd be like, ah, yeah. he's doing it for yeah. the check. He's not even doing it. Yeah, and, and we've gotten like brand off. We've gotten a lot of offers from like like things that don't relate to our channel. Mm -hmm. And that's also something that we've turned down. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like if it, it, you know what I mean? Like, like I don't, we don't do like, you know what I mean? Like, oh, like, you know, like it has to be sneaker related in a sense. You're not going to push Or, tampons? Nah, you know, what am I going to do out there with that? You know what I mean? Oh, about that. You know? <laughs> yeah. No, but yeah, I wanted to, I appreciate you for like jumping on and talking with us and just getting to know you a little bit better. You know what I mean? Because like, we, yeah, yeah, yeah. like we talk on IG, you know, every now and then, but never actually like actually see each other. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. I, I remember back when we went to Cali, I, you know, I was hoping to make a video with you and your brother, but that didn't end up working out. But hopefully... Maybe in the future, we can link up again after all this COVID it gets shit. back to normal. Every, I mean, I don't even think it's going to get back to normal. It's always going to be something. Like, it's just, it's just yeah. weird, like, right now. On the real, I think, I, I think 2021 will be just, just like it is right now. I don't think we get back to normal for another, like, year. You know Because it's just, it's too, it's too up and down. One minute we hot, the next minute we not. Then it's, like, it, it's bad, dude. I mean, it's sad. You know what I mean? What's going on out there? But it's just like. You know, yeah, and I, you know what I mean, people's safety and all that other stuff, but it's, it's challenging. It's really rough, like, you know what I mean, to, to yeah. live life right now, especially for, for us, you know what I mean, as Americans and stuff like that, it's hard, like, you know, we're used to being Roman and things like that, doing whatever we got to do. So it's like, you know, it's, it's, it's tough. And it yeah. sucks for me because I'll, it's funny for, uh, in 2019, I was like, 2020 is going to be my traveling year. I'm going to go everywhere. 
I yeah. remember. <laughs> yeah. Were, and all, all I did was go to Vegas because I had to go to yeah. Vegas and then that was it. Like I, I of course I went to Texas not 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 too long ago, but that's like I was like, "Oh, I'm going to go overseas. I'm going to yeah. go maybe to Mexico. I'm going to go do this, do that, go back to Cali." Yeah, that's that it didn't happen. COVID. Yeah, and it's like you. that like if you're going out like right now, it's like you got to wear a mask for everything. Like you got to wait in line. You can't do have half, half the things ain't open. Well, I remember, I remember you told me that, um, well, Fresno, that it, it's still pretty locked down. Like, a lot of places are still closed, or did they end up opening? Oh, well, like, all right, so, like, the way Cali works is, like, they have, like, tiers, right? And I think it's, like, you have, like, a, you have, like, orange, you have red, and then you have purple, and you have purple. And I think, so, orange is, like, you're good, like, the, the restrictions aren't that bad. And those are like up in like the mountain communities where like there's not a lot of people, like Maricopa, like you know Mar- Mar- uh, Mariposa County, things like that. And then like the purple tier is like where there's like, like it's widespread, like you know what I mean, like it's not contained, so it's really not that safe to come out, right? So like they won't let you go in a restaurant. You got to eat outside or to go, things like that. And then barbershops are closed, all that other stuff. And then you have like the red tier where like you know the barbershops and stuff like that are open. But they can't do facial hair. You gotta wear a mask. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you know, it's a trip. Like it's 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 crazy. Like, what, what are you guys like, at right now? What like, we're at? We're we're in the red tier, but they're talking about they're gonna drop us. So like every week, the cases rise or drop. Yeah. Like so, can you imagine like being like a business owner? One minute you're able to open up a restaurant at like twenty five percent capacity, and the next week you're like, nah, like you guys eating outside, you know? Like it's a wrap. Like it's just it's tough. Like you know, so it's just that's the way it is. But like if we drop back down, like or if the governor like shuts the whole thing down, then it's just essential. Like you know, just grocery workers, cops, and you know people with government jobs that could go out there and work. Everybody else is locked down. You know. And I mean, you don't have to tell us. Have you have you gotten COVID or no? No, not me. Not me. Not yet. Not that I know of, unless I'm one of the asymptomatic people, but. No, I mean, I know a lot of people who have. I know people who passed. It's kind of sad, you know? It's one of those things, man. Like, I I got a coworker whose mom is 100 years old and got it and took it like a champ. Mm-hmm. All right. And then my mom's in her 60s and she got near died. You know what I mean? Yeah, and it's weird because like, my dad got it and he got put in the hospital. Like, he was bad, like, like your mom. But my mom was around him all the time and she never got it. Yeah, yeah. It's just one of the things, dude. When I guess if it just hits you, it hits you. It's tough, but I mean, it's real out here, yeah. and people won't really take it seriously until it actually affects them. Yeah, you know what I mean. And so it's so unpredictable, you know what I mean? But you know, I'm just trying to do my part, you know, for my family's sake and all that other stuff. I don't want to be the one that gets anybody sick, you know what I mean? And then it be like if they end up passing away, it being your fault, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, dude, it's like it's bad, like you know what I mean? It's just. Like, that would be horrible in a sense, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, obviously, it's not intentional, but either way, like, you know what I mean? Just because I'm out here not taking care of myself, yeah. So, I've, I'm I'm doing the best I can. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's it's rough, you know what I mean? But I, I try not to go to, like, gatherings or anything like that. Like, I mean, I see my family, but for the most part, I'm, I'm chilling, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to be, you know, responsible, I guess, you know? Yeah. Let them know where they can follow you, the, your YouTube, IG. Yeah, all right. Well, you can follow me, you know what I mean, on IG, TikTok, all, everything. I'm on every social media platform. The one that I'm hurting on is Twitter, all right? <laughs> I have like 30 people on there. Everything else, is, I'm good, you know what I mean? But, but yeah, I'm Nacho Average Finds, you know what I mean? One whole word is Nacho Average Finds, you know. Um, yeah, follow me on, 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 on all my social medias, you know what I mean? Yeah, and of course I'm going to link link it down below, like – uh. Yeah, all your information. But before we go, I had one question. Where'd you get the name Nacho? Uh, my name's, I have a big old Mexican name. All right, so my <laughs> government is David Ignacio Mederos Soto. Oh. That's, that, that, that's, that's on the license, you mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, my dad's name is Nacho. My dad's name is Nacho, and I happen to be uh, Nachito. Oh, but nice. big ass dude. There's no way you could be a Nachito, you know what I mean? But anyways, like my family, my immediate family and my and my friends call me call me Nacho. Call me Nacho. So that's why that's where that came from, right? 
And so I got a buddy who like, he does like thrifting and things like that. And he, we were like, uh, he was like, what should I call myself? Cause I, when I first started doing like the whole, like posting like Ross wines and things on IG, like my name was like, just like, I think it was like fuck 187.5. It was just something <laughs> stupid. Like, <laughs> like something stupid. Like, like, um, but yeah. So when, when the whole name like thing started, like I just was, uh, like we was like, well, why don't you call yourself like, Nacho Average Gear and Nostalgia. And I was like, eh, that sounds kind of cool. But then I'm about, I was about to find. So it just stayed like Nacho Average Finds, you know what I mean? And so I was like, all right. So I just became Nacho Average Finds, you know what I mean? Do, do you ever is, think about switching changing it? Changing it? Yeah. All the time. All the yeah. time. But it's like to what? That's true. No, huh? I mean, people are so used to the Nacho Average Finds now. So changing it. Nah, either way. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there's a YouTuber... His name is Franchise Kicks. Have you ever heard of him? Yeah, yeah. The big dude with a beard. Yeah. That fool don't even do videos on shoes no more, right? He does like he does pallet flipping, and that blew up, right? But he's still Franchise Kicks. Oh, you know I mean? yeah, yeah. It's like one of those things. Like, but I'm like, I don't know. Kind of like it's one of those things that like it's whatever. Like I don't care. Like you know, what I mean? most people out here know me from the Ross Finds videos. And then when I tell my I do Nike like well when I tell my do history videos and they're like oh okay that's cool too, but most well, like locally locally like when I get recognized out here they recognize me from the videos you know yeah yeah so that's how it is I mean yeah but like I said before uh thanks for jumping on with us and having a chat with us uh yeah because I like what you're doing I hope dude I hope you get like in the millions here soon like subscriber count wise because then that yeah. way you can just quit. And just do Hell whatever. yeah, that'd be dope. Yeah, just do whatever. I fly out there. Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah. I need a haircut. How much you charge for a haircut, Weech? <laughs> 21. Hey. 21. <laughs> How much are they charging Kelly? Everything is out here like 30 bucks, 40 bucks. Damn. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll fly out there just for a personal cut. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we'll yeah. be waiting. We'll be waiting. Thank you for coming on. We appreciate it. And uh, yeah, thank you guys for listening. We'll catch you guys on the next one. All, All right, right about those. See you. Be cool. Peace. Take it easy. Nigga, the cops outside. Lock up the house. We keep the team on high. Some gold in their mouth. Nigga, the Porsche outside. What at the top?